Welcome to the School of the Spirit podcast. I'm Ross O'Neill, an elder in the Western North Carolina Conference of the United Methodist Church. And I'm here today with Ashley Thomas, who is a School of the Spirit missioner, a storyteller, and an advocate. She's also a United Methodist elder. And Ashley, we're here to talk about School of the Spirit. And I want you to tell me a little bit about what School of the Spirit is. We're starting this podcast as something that we can explore deeper our spiritual journey. So what is School of the Spirit? So the purpose of School of the Spirit, as well as this podcast, is to inspire and encourage one another in creating space for God so that God can strengthen our souls and nurture us towards wholeness in Christ for the sake of others. And that's done through a online and in-person 12-month journey in contemplative practices that bring us closer to God. So is this like a class, a course, a journey? How would you describe it? So you, you meet, is that correct? You do meet. So one of the things, I think that's the easiest, I like images. I love some images. And so the image that I have for School of the Spirit, throughout Scripture, wells are really important. And especially in the Holy Land and the, where all the stories of Scripture take place, it can get really dry and arid and hot. And so having those wells and knowing where they are and how to get to them were life-giving. Those wells were really, really important. And the Surratt Farm, where School of the Spirit takes place is a well to me. It has been a well for my own faith journey. And School of the Spirit in particular is a 12-month journey that you do in community with others that helps give you practices to take living water, the well of the living water of Christ, with you. Not just to go to one place and get it, but to carry it in you so that then you can be a well for others. So that's the image that I use for School of the Spirit, is it is a well for living water that does give you practices that you then can embody a living well in the world. Wherever you live and work and have your being, you can take that well with you. Well, this sounds really interesting for somebody who wants to go deeper in their spiritual journey. So. Who is School of the Spirit for? For clergy people, laity, what types of folks would do this? So it is for anyone. It is um, for whether you are clergy or you are laity or you're in leadership areas within the life of your church or vocational ministry of any kind. But it's really for anybody who is thirsty, who's thirsty and, and hungering for more. And to really discover the ways to be still and listen to God's voice so that we can just in our ordinary everyday lives live like Christ lives. So to have Christ live in us, just like the scriptures say God wants to live in us, to really integrate that. And one of the things I love um, at the beginning of School of the Spirit You'll hear this phrase of drop your title at the door. 
drop your title at the door. So you don't have to have a title. You don't have to have a credential. <laughs> when you come to School of the Spirit, you are with like-minded people who are hungering to hear from God and to try out new practices that might become, again, like I said, wells of living water to hear from God and to gain God's direction in your life. As you're saying that, I have to be honest with you, this doesn't sound like anything that I've ever done in church before. And as a pastor myself, we do Sunday school classes, small groups, uh, disciple Bible study, lots of different encounters. How would this be different different from, say, a, a Bible study or just a regular Sunday school class? Yeah, so in this, you will have, again, the community aspect, which is similar to church, <laughs> that you will be with a community walking through um, these practices together. It does dive more deeply. So there's a, there's a lot of intention to this space to create a very safe space um, so that you can listen for how God has uniquely called you, made you, um, what are the kind of shadow sides sometimes that get in the way of being all that God has wanted and intended for us to be and to be in a, um, in what we call a trust circle with a smaller group to hear and just do things. I start to lose words because it's such an experience more than a definition and so it's such an experience of relationship. And so one of the things that I think is different and why we don't see it a lot in church is um, this is a movement towards stillness and silence. And that is hard to package. <laughs> That's just hard to exactly, do. Exactly. Yes. Right? In a Sunday school class, that is extremely awkward to just have a room full of silence and stillness. But in the school of the spirit, that is the classroom. That is the classroom. So it's very interactive. Mm -hmm. There's some didactic aspects to it, but there's interaction and a lot of experience involved. There's a lot of experience involved. So, so Ashley, let's look at how this is structured. So I'm hoping people who hear this are going to be interested in uh, being a part of school of the spirit what is the structure? How often do you go? What do you do in between? Is there a lot of reading? Uh, are there prerequisites? You know, like you, yeah. uh, this is pretty uh, lofty spiritual stuff for some people, perhaps. <laughs> yes. But, you know, tell us more about mm -hmm. that. So the only prerequisites, there are several things that that do prepare you to to be ready for this experience. And it's okay if it's not your cup of tea. There's nothing wrong with this not being the time or, or the situation or the point in life. So there has, we really want to be pulled and invited by the spirit. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm not sure what she's talking about, but I really wanna find out more, then that's probably the spirit pulling. Even if you don't exactly know what it is yet, but you're like, oh, that. That, something about that sounds really interesting and really needed. Um, and so part of it is um, of just preparing to go is having that hunger, wanting something more, wanting a more authentic 
to, to move and live in the world from a more authentic place within your own being, but to also be able to call up Christ in all situations and places. So that hunger for that, if you're thirsty, if you're hungry, if you are ready to leave your titles at the door, if you're ready to be a student of the Spirit, because it is school of the Spirit, we're all students. <laughs> and so if you're ready to leave any title or certification or any of that, you can leave that at the door so that you can come and be a child of God. Um, and just look at each other as children of God, like your heart will be prepared for that space. Um, and, and willingness, it, just this willingness to let God do some work. It sound like, sounds like part of this is surrendering to the process. That is a and great... allowing it to allowing it to work. That is a great, um, great word. Surrender is a great word because you are given practices. There are ancient practices um, that the church has used from the beginning. So this is nothing new. <laughs> These practices of prayer, of reading scripture of Sabbath rest, they are rhythms and, and prayer practices that the church has had from the beginning. Right. And so they're not anything new. They're tried and tested and true. However, you're given a space to try them. And here's what I feel is most important to say, not to conquer them, but to practice them. And to practice means that you mess up, you fail, you don't get it, you know, like it doesn't have to be perfect because it's practice. Right. So somebody enrolls, they mm -hmm. go out to the farm, they're going to be with how many other people there, as they start this journey? It is around 20, okay. um, given a cohort, depending on how um, enrollment goes, 20 to 25 people. You have four facilitators. You'll be there, again, it's a mix of didactic time, of solo time. You can do some hiking. You'll do journaling. It is beautiful out there. Oh, it's so pretty. It is it is the definition of retreat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so there's plenty of woods to walk in. There's a labyrinth on site. You'll have delicious meals for lunch and dinner. It's two days. It is not overnight, so you you have your own overnight accommodations. It's just a day retreat. And Starrett Farm is close to Statesville, and there are places to stay around there, and I know that uh, Ann Starrett provides information about where to stay close by. Mm -hmm. And so two days, mm -hmm. how long do you stay each day? You stay, oh, I would have to look that up again, but it's um, it starts later on the first day. It's Monday and Tuesdays um, throughout the um, year, and, um, and you arrive kind of later on a Monday in the day, mm -hmm. so it's a slower start on Monday, and then you stay till about 8 o'clock p.m. on that first night, and then the second night you come back early by 9 a.m., and then usually leave around four. So you're describing a process, a journey that is, in, is didactic, there's group work, you're talking about trust circles. You have this experience and having done this twice, it is just amazing, it's filling, it is in many ways sometimes, you know, you're tired afterwards because you've been doing it all day, but then you leave for a period of time before you come back again. What are you doing between the time uh, of when you've left the first school of the spirit and then when you come back again? 
So you that is the time for practice, day in and day out of the practice that you've learned. So for example, Lexio Divina, which actually a lot of people do know some about, but it's a way of reading scripture with the Holy Spirit. And and so you would practice, you would practice reading scripture with in that kind of format um, between your time of learning it um, at the retreat and then the next time that you meet. And there's usually all kinds of books and recommendations that if you are the type who love to consume, you know, if you love grabbing books and you want the more information, the better, you can grab it. And if, if you're good with just the practice, like, you really are paying attention to how the spirit is moving in you and what you can do, not what you can't do. It's an invitation to do what you can, um, right. not to be overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if we should call them the faculty, the presenters. Yeah. What, what do you think yeah. would be the best way to uh, term what you and Don and Ann do? And I would say uh, facilitators. Okay, facilitators. Yeah, yeah. What I found when I did it was the facilitators were available and getting resources through sending out emails mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, getting more information because it, it is very practice-oriented. And one of the things that really impressed me about School of the Spirit was it's not a one-size-fits-all type approach to the spirituality. There are many different practices and some might work for me, but not work for you. Mm -hmm. And really trying on those spiritual practices that you really find a rhythm and, and learn mm -hmm. about yourself and ways of seeing God um, beyond church, beyond uh, maybe traditional ways that some of us have just seen God in certain ways. Mm -hmm. It's opened me up to seeing God in more ways. Yeah. We're meeting several times over the course of a year. There are many opportunities to practice in between the times that you meet and lots of books that you can consume. But it's not something that, you know, you're not expected to turn in a paper and get a grade for it. It really is for your own edification and your own pace. And so um, what would somebody do if they're their interest is peaked in this and they'd like to know more about it, how can they find out more? Yeah, they are more than welcome to contact me, Ashley Thomas. And if you go to the schoolofthespirit.com website, you can see information there. And if you go under leadership, you can find any of the facilitators as well as myself. You could reach out to any one of us, but I am more than happy, yeah, to be as the storyteller and advocate for School of the Spirit. Um, I just welcome you to contact uh, myself for more information. If you happen to know any of those other people on the page, yeah, and you're like, oh, but I know Don or I know Ann or mm -hmm. I know Nicole, reach out to them. They'll be so happy to connect you with more information. So go to the School of Spirit website, which is www.schoolofthespirit.com. Okay, that's, that's easy enough. Mm -hmm. So you go there. I went to the website today and there's lots of information. And it's really easy to find out the contacts. And so give Ashley a call and any of the other facilitators. I know they would love to hear from you. And so this is kind of a uh, dipping one's foot into this pool of what this body of water, the school of the spirit might be. But we're going to be doing this more often. We'll have other 
uh, interviews. We'll be interviewing other facilitators for School of the Spirit and diving a little bit deeper into some of the spiritual practices so that uh, you can be uh, introduced to different ways of growing your faith deeper and finding ways of experiencing God in the world. So Ashley, what else would you like to share with us about School of the Spirit before we go today? In School of the Spirit, I would also love to say that it's twofold. So that as we grow closer to the heart of God and are able, and that is exactly what Teresa of Avila talks about, that it is, it is these contemplative practices are just drawing near to the one who loves us so much um, and being with God. And it's that with God life that the school of the spirit is after. And out of being with God and drawing near to God, we become that same grace-filled, life-giving, love-sharing presence to others in the world. So it's not just a, let me fill this up for myself. Right. It is a... It's not checking the boxes. It's not checking the boxes. It's to be filled up with the love and grace of Christ so that that becomes who we are in the world. Not just something we do, but literally what and who we are in the world. And that's really uh, a challenge for a lot of us who are very mission-oriented and, uh, you know, we want to do a lot for the church, do a lot for Christ, have done a lot, served on all the committees. This is really stepping back and, and taking a different approach, isn't it? It's doing by being, which yeah. is a very weird concept, which is why it takes practice. <laughs> doobie, doobie, doobie. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's doing by being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Ashley, I want to thank you for taking time with me today. This is our first School of the Spirit podcast. You can get inf more information about School of the Spirit at www.schoolofthespirit.com. Dot com, and feel free to contact any of the facilitators, especially Ashley Thomas, and she would be glad to give you more information. I'm Ross O'Neill, and we thank you for joining us for the School of the Spirit podcast. Join us for our next session, and we'll see you then. God bless. Bye-bye.